Hello, hello, hello. Um, welcome to another episode of my podcast. Um, yeah, before I start, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listened. Um, yeah, I've been actually been blown away by the amount of people that have actually listened. Um, I actually don't, yeah, I don't think for a second that, you know, my voice is entertaining or or whatever. Like, I'm just very honoured. Um, and yeah, I hope I can bring guys more content. Um, this is obviously the last game before the international break. However, I will be doing episodes during the international break. So, um, look out for that. Um, I'll be trying to delve into a bit more. I'll be trying to delve into a few more tactical things about um, the team. So, yeah, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Everyone who's DM'd me. Everyone who's, like, who's um, added me on Twitter and, sent, and said that they're listening. Yeah, just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and yeah, so let's get into this. This is going to be a, maybe a shortish episode because I'm not recording at home. I'm in a public space right now. And I'm hoping that I can be left alone long enough to record this episode. So I might, maybe, 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 I might have to get a move on. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, let's just get straight into it. Liverpool versus Aston Villa. 3-0 whitewash. Um, as they say, um, yeah, started off really, really, really well. Um, obviously, I was worried about if you know we would you know start um, slowly the way we have been in previous games. I think Chelsea we started slowly um, against Newcastle. We started slowly. Um, I think Bournemouth we we started okay. We started no, in fact, well yeah, Bournemouth we started slowly as well. So I was just looking out to see if obviously we would have to to see if we rectified um our starts because I think yeah that was something that we definitely needed needed to work on. So yeah, we definitely definitely started very very well. You could tell everyone was was at the races, um you know the pressing tackles, the passes, everything was just smooth, crisp, um quick, um, and then yeah. We saw the first glimpse of Sabozlai, his ball striking. Um, yeah, absolutely. Do you know it's? Do you know one thing about Sabozlai is when he hits the ball or even when he passes it, I think his long passes and his shots, it seems as if he just swings his leg at the ball and it just and he gets the amount of power that he needs to get on it. So very, very, very weird ball striking. Um, but it works. It's clearly elite. Um. People have been saying it. People have been saying it long before he came to Liverpool, and obviously, it's not evident. Um, so yeah, like it's very, very weird ball tracking, but it works. Um, he hit left foot as well, so pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, but yeah, suppose like ball tracking, top class, first goal, lovely. Um, and then obviously as well, after we scored the first goal, I think that um. What I was looking out for was to see if, you know, we would allow maybe... Because usually I think when we go 1-0 up or, or, or when we score, I think we saw that in the Chelsea game. Um, I believe we saw it in the Bournemouth game as well. Like, we just give away a few chances, a few, like, clear-cut chances, you get what I mean? I think today we didn't do that so much. I think today we controlled the game much, much, much better. I think probably today will be our best performance in terms of controlling a game. So um yeah that was really 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 good to see. Um but yeah um we started really well 
we carried on after we scored the first goal. Um, I think, yeah, I think we started really well, and then as we went along, and obviously we got we got to see how, how and I got to see how we build it up. I got to see how we pressed. Um, you know, second balls, tackles, draws. By the way, I just want to say Robertson was absolutely sensational. Yeah, I know. I, I know. No one's gonna, you know, because obviously he's not. He's definitely not gonna get as many assists as he should be, or as he used to get. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously his his role has definitely, definitely changed. But yeah, he was sensational. There were a few like decisive duels that he had with either DRB or whoever it was on that left hand side, and he won them. He won them with ease. So Robertson. Top top performance, but yeah, go back going back into into the Florida game. Yeah, I just really like the way we. Um, I think to be fair, I do think that Villa's setup was kind of geared to our to our game. I I think yeah, I think Villa's setup was probably geared to the way we wanted to press. Obviously, our front three was basically man marking pressing their back three. Um, obviously at time they did use the keeper as the spare man but essentially yeah it was a front three present there back three and then they had a pivot of douglas and memory memory had pivot of douglas and who was it douglas and kamara that that was the double pivot and yeah it was we had our in we had um jones and sabozlai and they were kind of in between those that double sits combination and they were also in case the ball went out to to the to the fullbacks they would they would then press the fullback so what so we call that an option orientated press it just means that they have two options depending on where the ball is um etc etc so and obviously as well if they couldn't get to villa's wide um wing backs then our fullbacks would definitely would always back up the press, so our press was really really good. Timing was good. Um, one thing as well, I think, going going on to speak about the the nature of the press or how we pressed. I think it was aggressive. We um you know it was brave. Uh, it was clear like we, it was like clear like everyone knew what um what they wanted to do. Honestly, it it was helped by the fact that Villa's that double pivot was very very static i would say um you know they they didn't really show for the ball in possession there wasn't many you know signs of them trying to like dismark or or um, you know try to get into space in those put up areas so yeah i think it, we were helped by the fact that villa's build that was quite rubbish if we're being honest but yeah it's yeah our pressing was effective um we were able to force villa to long balls a lot of the time, and Matip and Gomez won their duels with ease as well, um, and yeah, like um, and 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 even at times we saw the fact that, and yeah, sorry, we saw the fact that we definitely used Paul Torres as a trigger. I think we know the the quality that he has on the ball, and so I think as soon as he, as soon as the ball was passed to him, you saw Salah onto him to to stop him from making. Um, any pass or to give him less time so he can rush so he can rush his actions and so yeah it was really effective our press was top today I think probably the best pressing um, performance that I've seen this season 
it's only four games, but still. Um, and also as well, one I think I said this I think I said this on, on my last episode. A reason why I think um, you know, our press had to be worked on and we had to start denying teams time. Cause I think, you know, we were okay at, you know, I think in the first in the first three games we were compact, you know, we were definitely compact. We were definitely, you know, um blocking the centre. Um but I think we gave a bit a bit too much time to the opposition centre backs. And I think that's when we saw long balls in behind when there's no pressure on the ball. I think City, I mean not let's see, Chelsea the Chelsea game, we saw how how easy it was for um, for them to find Sterling and Rich James in those TV one situations, and so yeah, I think it was definitely really important that we had to work on that time aspect. You know, try to make sure that we stop teams from having time in build up because we were blocking space more so more or less, but time. And I think today we definitely definitely didn't give Villa time on the ball when they were boarding up. And so that was really, really good to see. Um, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, as I said before, you can see, like, the timings were spot on, you know, uh, distances were spot on. Because as a player, you got to make sure that you're in the perfect position, especially, I think, our two eights. I think Jones and Sabotlai were really, 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 really good at trying to, at blocking that half space. And trying to make sure that they are able to get to the opposition fullbacks in case the ball got picked out wide. And I think, yeah, they were really, really good. Um, they had the the ground coverage to cover as much ground as possible. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think for me, the press was probably our best, best, best aspect of our performance today. Um, so, yeah, that's our press. Um, and, yeah, as I said before, uh, the individual battles were all won. I think that's really important. I think Robertson, I think he probably set the tone. I think in the beginning, they were like, in the first 10 minutes, I think there was like a few, you know, a few um, um, times when they got the ball down the left and then Robertson immediately just won his duel, brought the team forward. And you could tell that, you know, the crowd got momentum um, it, and, it, and it helped the players. And so, yeah, I think that definitely helped the, to settle down a few nerves. Um and yeah, I think yeah, Gomez sensational. I mean, like the stuff that the stuff that he's been through. I think he's got four career and then injuries, and he's twenty six. And so, yeah, I can only like smile and you know clap and just I'm happy for Gomez. I think I'm just so happy. For, I'm just so happy for Gomez. Um, I think today he was really really good. I think even closer it in his press conference. I think um. Diaby was playing that nine point that nine point five slash ten position. He was like floating in between lines, and so Gomez had to make sure that he was timing his jumps to perfection to stop Diaby from getting the ball and then turning. And then obviously you've got Oli Watkins against Matip. And I think even yeah, I think Klopp to himself. He said, yeah, he loves Matip, but he's not the fastest. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was really, really good. I think timing was probably the the word of the day today. Timing, I think. Um, it was definitely, definitely, definitely the word of the day, the word of the game, the word of the day, I guess. Um, and yeah, I think we definitely um, timed everything to perfection. Um, and yeah, I think those individual battles all over the pitch, Gomez versus Diaby, Matic versus Watkins, Robertson versus Bailey, etc., 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 
I think that was really, really important. Um, so yeah, that's, I'll say that's like the out of position stuff. I think I've covered that to a point. I think, I think that was, that's okay. And then moving on to the in possession stuff. So yeah, it's in possession. I think definitely, definitely we, yeah, kept the ball really, really well. Um, I mean, we've got the stats, the stats, sorry, on here. Let's get it up. Let's get it up. Yeah, so stats, you've, we had 64% possession to Aston Villa's 36%. We had 704 passes to Aston Villa's 396. We had 42 final third entries to Aston Villa's 29. I'm not really happy about that number. 29 is a bit too much, but whatever. Uh, expected threat 3.0 to Aston Villa's 1.6. Um, zone 14, good. We were able to access that quite a bit, unless we got 15 touches in that uh, in that zone, just 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 in front of the penalty box. Um, but yeah, so you can see that um, yeah, it was it was a class performance in possession. Um, I think probably the best bit is probably Trent's. Um, I think Trent's Trent is probably going to be really really important for Liverpool this season because I think the way he's playing right now and I think the way Klopp's using him is really 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 interesting. I am going to go into depth on this on a separate episode, but I'll just talk about it briefly here. So I think with Trent, what we're seeing here is that Trent is now inverting more situationally. So what I mean by that is I think whenever Trent, so whenever Liverpool are building up, it's not um, it's not for example like set in stone. It's not like set in stone that okay cool. Um, it's it's gonna be a free two build up with Trent and Vernon and blah blah. It's it's much more dependent on the situation. It's it's much more dependent on what's happening on the pitch. I think now you see that players. Players are now. Um, I think even who said. I think it was. I can't remember what coach that said it, but I think it was a coach that said how it's now down to the players on the pitch. I think it was Zinchenko actually. Zinchenko said now like if you wanna play as an inverted um, right back, do it a bit more fluidly. Do you know what I mean? Like don't be static. Do you know what I mean? And and I think Trent's really really. Um, learning that role so what I mean by that is that so sometimes you'll see Trent is in the middle he's inverted fine sometimes you'll see um, maybe maybe Villa have changed and maybe they're pressing with a man with with one less player and so maybe Trent might um, stick might stay on the in that right back zone uh, sometimes he might be in the half space higher up so I think what we're trying to do is and I've written it down here I think I said so let me just write, let me just say what I've let me just say what I've written down. So I said that there's a lot of fluid fluidity in our rotations, and I think the rotations act as a means to allow Trent to receive the ball in specific conditions to create chances. So I think now I think I can say with absolute certainty that when Trent inverts or this whole Trent inverting thing, it's more or less just a way for it's more or less okay. The inversion thing is basically used as a means to get Trent into situations where he's facing play with runners. 
because we saw how many times today or yesterday or whenever you're gonna listen to this um so many times he was able to get the ball face play and play a ball in behind with so much ease because there's no pressure on him he's found the space and 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 he's able to play so i think yeah definitely 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 um there's a, there's a lot more fluidity uh there's, there's a lot more rotations and obviously that means that the opposition don't they don't know who they want to pick up they don't know who's who's who who to mark and it messes up with their pressing scheme do you know what i mean so i think yeah definitely trent was sensational um we often saw how trent would he would um drop out of villa's block and, and and essentially go into the back line to to receive the ball and then play a pass in behind um so we saw he was definitely just roaming around doing what he wants getting the ball playing it he was essentially having fun if we're being honest it wasn't a static he wasn't like a you know i think um someone said it today on twitter um he wasn't like just strictly as a first receiver slash second receiver he was just wandering around getting a ball playing balls in mind playing one twos combinations driving with the ball blah, blah blah it was just it was just a fluid trend performance i think that's what i'm what i want to use to describe it was fluid um and so yeah so um yeah that's just one thing that i want to mention about our build up it was just so much more fluid and essentially i think today i think you could even say that yeah like we're using our build up essentially more or less as a means to get Trent into specific situations where he's able to turn face play, turn face play, and I think we had that nice balance between you know obviously, of course you you always want to get him on the ball, but because we've got players like Zaboslai, Jones, McAllister, who are able to retain possession and progress the ball by themselves, it wasn't a case of you know. Where's Trent? Where's Trent? Where's Trent? I think we had that issue in pre-season. I think Klopp even said it in, after one of the pre-season games where we're just looking for Trent. Where's Trent? Can we play? Can we give him the ball? Can you, you know, find Salah, find Diaz, find someone up front? No, it was much more balanced. It was more about playing with the whole team and then trying to find Trent within that. Do you know what I mean? It was much more balanced. Um, and um, yeah, so that's that's really, really 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 good um to see um um and yeah and also we, we we saw obviously a few principles on show some in possession principles we saw Liverpool would maybe build down the right hand side and this was when Trent would maybe stay in that right back zone for example so Liverpool would maybe build down the right the right hand side and Trent would play that switch so we call that the overload to isolate principle so you overload one side of the pitch to isolate a player on the offside of the pitch for a 1v1 situation and yeah we saw that it was Diaz um yeah Trent found Diaz a few times um and uh, unfortunately Diaz wasn't quite able to generate that superiority that we need do you know what I mean I think in any 1v1s I think it was against cash You've got to make do with that, man. Like you've got to do something with that. You've got to make it count. And I think, yeah, Diaz maybe lacked in that aspect today. But yeah, that's a few. That's a that was a principle that we saw on show, and and it was effective. You know, we if Diaz, I think that there was a few times where Diaz found someone in the box, or he or there was like a chance created and whatnot. So that was that's fine. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, that's fine, and so yeah, that's just something that we need to work on 
uh, how can we maybe Robertson can maybe support support um, Diaz I think maybe he might need an overlapper or an underlapper whoever someone to support him to give him to give him um, that that support um, but yeah apart from that though that was a few of our that was like a few things that I caught from our in possession play um, I do want to say though that um, I think obviously Sabozla had a sensational game. Jones had a good game, but I think we it, they could have been again. I think we now need to try to generate situations where our eights, who are more or less in the half spaces, are able to receive the ball in the half space and play. I don't think we saw that enough today. I think we didn't get those two in in good enough positions to be able to affect game in the way I wanted them to. I think when I when I um when I uh talk about this, I'm looking at Arsenal for example. When Arsenal play, you see how Zinchenko last season especially like you see how Zinchenko sometimes he's always able to find. He was he was always able to find Jacker in that half space, and 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 I think it was very very effective. Um, I think obviously with with the half space you've got a lot of options. You got like you can play wide. You've got central options. Um, you're in a good position to shoot if you can. I think suppose like if we can get him in those half spaces, I think it would really really. Shoots game up, so I think that's what I'm looking at. Just trying to get out eights into those half spaces to generate chances and you know situations that are favorable favorable for us. Um, and yeah, obviously Nunez, Nunez, Nunez. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the goal to him because yeah, why not? Um, yeah, sensational. Uh, I think his physical profile is just bonkers quick strong um he can take he can take contact he's got long legs um you know i think today he showed how dangerous he was i think last season we like we we saw how even though we were bad in our football we saw how nunez was able to create chances for himself and for the team just by his runs, his movement, his chaotic uh, nature, uh, his pinning, um, yeah, he's just he's just a machine that generates good situations for Liverpool. I think that's how I would that's how I would de- describe um, Nunes. Um, but yeah, on goal, my cash Nunes goal. We'll take that. Um, yeah. I think he hit pulse twice, pulse and crossbar. Um, was there any other chance he had? He almost scored, but he missed kind of like an open goal. But we won't even talk about that one. Um, but yeah, so yeah, like Nunes was sensational. Um, I think we saw a glimpse of how the team will look if we can get some more stability behind them, you know, get that six, um, you know. Just be more stable in our play, in our play, and then I think yeah, from there Nunes, he will he will 
bang in the goals, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's Nunes. Um, I have to say, I, I was impressed because I did think I was okay. I was impressed by the fact that how he managed um, the game state. You know, I think obviously at two nil, the game was in a precarious position. You know, we've seen it before. Liverpool might take the foot of the gas and just give away like three, four clear cut chances that maybe Allison might be able to. You know, he might be able to um, save us, but sometimes you know. It's 2-1, then 2-2, then boom. So, but yeah, today, although we gave away chances, no doubt about that, but they weren't as much. We we, we definitely looked a bit more solid, 100%. Um, obviously, we did obviously still see a few times where we were open. And obviously, um, yeah, we need to get better at doing that. I think sometimes, I think McCaster was bypassed one or two times. I think there were times where Diaby... Bailey and, and and Watkins, that trio did cause some problems in transition. Um so yeah, that can be worked on. Um but yeah, um yeah, I think definitely definitely, definitely, definitely um yeah, needs to be a bit more solid in our um, play. And yeah, so moving on let's now just quickly end because i don't know how much longer i'm gonna have to you know before i get kicked out or before someone causes noise i think i i, I well i hope that the noise has been cool so far in this episode um but yeah so i'm gonna end off just with a quick summary of the game actually no i'm gonna end off with sarah because obviously a lot of noise, a lot of um talk, Saudi Arabia, I think it's El Etihad, if I'm not no. Yeah, El El Etihad are the ones that want him and I can't lie, there was a hunch in me that thought Liverpool would they like the the package, the 150 million, 200 million package is just insane. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, um, I was really happy with, with his performance today. He did shoot a bit too much, and he was a bit... You could tell he wanted a goal, do you get what I mean? He wanted that goal. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is. Um, scored a goal. Lovely had to score a goal. I think today it was just written. I mean, all that talk on his name, all that talk on, on the... You know, you know, I think because, obviously, everyone thought, or most fans were a bit suspicious about whether he'll still go. I think he was definitely, definitely, definitely itching to score, and I was happy. Happy that he scored, happy that he even created. He created a chance for Nunes for the on goal, um, so that was good. Um, and yeah, so I think now that, I think it's, I think now, obviously it ends on Thursday, the Saudi transfer window, but I think... I think he's staying. I think he's staying. I, I, I think probably the deal was if you're going to go, so I'll go by before the deadline and give us a chance to get someone in. Do you get what I mean? But I think he stayed. I think probably he's made a deal with the club or, you know, there's been talks with the club. If I don't go by the, by the window, you know, pardon me, um, 
if I don't go by the win, if I don't go by the end of the deadline win, the deadline day, then yeah, I'm gonna stay. So yeah, happy with the fact that he stayed. Um, and yeah, I just wanna give a, a little shout, to Salah. Um, and yeah, thank you, folks. That was the end of today's episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys during the international break. It won't be a match preview, you know. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, I just want to say, yeah, if you've got any feedback for me, because um, I do want to improve this, this, this is for me to learn and for you guys to learn and for you guys to learn as well. And yeah, I, I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, I'm give, I'm giving you, I'm giving you guys the best content. Do you get what I mean? So, um, yeah, let me know. DM me. My app will be in the the bio of this episode. That's what you call it. Um, yeah, Samuel AP one underscore on Twitter. If you want to DM me, but it will be on be in the bio of the episode. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys later.